Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Thursday morning, May 7th. It's great to have you here at this morning. This is where every morning at 9 a.m. on the weekdays, uh, at the weekdays at 9, sorry, and on the weekends before my kids wake up, we work through just a little bit of the Bible together. And believe it or not, we only have about three more weeks and we're going to be done with Matthew. So we're going to go through all the Gospels. And here today, we continue on a topic or a theme that Jesus has been putting before us time and time again. So why don't we go ahead and start this morning by praying. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we pray that we would think about you rightly, that we would feel about you rightly, that our affections would be turned towards you, that, Lord, you would move our feet and move our hearts to do as you please. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, why don't we go ahead and get into the text. We are at Matthew chapter 25, beginning at verse 14. Matthew chapter 25, beginning at verse 14. Hey, Seth, it's good to see you. All right, here we go. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had, who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug into the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you rule over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there, you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take that talent from him, and give it to him who has ten talents. For everyone who has... More will be given, and he who will have a, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, what a difficult passage we have emotionally for us today, especially that 
last part, but an extremely important teaching that Jesus has. And whenever we come to these places, we always have to ask ourselves first, A, what is this about, A? What is this about? That's the first thing we have to ask. And we say, what is the best verse that summarizes? And lastly, what are we called to do? Well, Jesus is telling us this parable about these three different types of servants. And uh, Jesus isn't just telling us cute stories just for the story's sake. Again, it's very important. Jesus is teaching us something for a reason. And all of these parables string together and tell us one specific thing that Jesus is talking about. And he's talking about his second coming. Jesus is going to come again. And how will we be found on that last day? And so as we come here, we look at these three servants. Hey, Wyman, good to see you. And, and we need to ask ourselves, what is Jesus talking about? Well, let's examine real quick. Let's run through what these three servants are. We have the first servant, and he has five talents given to him. And out of his love for his Lord and his sense of responsibility, he goes and he, he works with that money. He invests that money. He trades with that money, and he gains five more. When his Lord comes with joy, you can hear the joy in his voice when he says to him, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, look, you can hear it in him. He's happy to show his Lord the, what he has done for him. And the Lord sees that, right? He, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. He is being rewarded for his good works. The judgment for him is a judgment of rewards. He has loved his Lord, and that's what he is showing in his life. And likewise, afterwards, the, the same thing happens with a person who had gotten two talents. Right? He, he hadn't gotten as many as the guy before, but he still had two, and he was, he, was, he was happy to invest that money, to earn with that money, to work with that money, whatever those gifts were, those talents were, the, those pieces of money, and, and he made an interest for his Lord, and he presents them happily before his Lord. And the Lord, at his judgment, blesses him. But then we come to the third servant. And often in parables, it's at the end of the parable that something twists and something is different than the rest of it. And here it's, it's the same. Then the one who had received one talent and came and he said, Lord, and how does he think about his Lord? How does he think about his master? What is the tone of his voice? I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you had not sown and gathering where you had not scattered seed. He thinks of his Lord as a taskmaster. He thinks of his Lord not as gracious, not as loving, not as entrusting him with gifts, but as a cruel master bearing over him, taking away the wealth of people. And, and so he just, he doesn't love the Lord. It is clear from his tone, from what he does, that he, he doesn't love his master at all. And, and indeed, he, he just went and buried his money. Right, I'm not going to work with this. I'm not going to invest this. I'm not going to do anything for that type of master. And I was afraid, and I went, and I hid your talent in the ground. Look, there, you have what is yours. Right? You can, you can see him handing it over to him. Just... And the Lord's response is one that we need to take seriously. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. Right, and then he repeats his own words to him. Man, how do we think about our Lord? 
how do we think about his graciousness and his love that he allows us to work in his vineyard, that, that he pays us a gracious wage, that he loves us and that he's, he's good to us? Or do we think of God as a taskmaster? Are we lovingly out of the fruit of our heart doing good works because we know that he is gracious, because we want his face, his face has already shined on us, but out of that love, a desire, a desire to bring him even more. Right? This, is, this is the opposite of what's going on here. And so Jesus' point, for to everyone who has, more will be given, and he, who, and he will have abundance, but from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. How do you think of your Lord? How do you think of God? The Pharisees, I'm, I'm going to say, think of God as this cruel, harsh taskmaster. But Jesus is teaching his disciples that we labor in the vineyard with a different motive, with a different heart. And we labor until the last day that when the judgment would come, we can say, Lord, Look, God, you gave me these gifts, you gave me these talents, and I've worked hard for your glory. You know, when my kids make me a mud pie, they come with it, and they are so proud of the hole they dug and the mud they make, and they say, Dad, look at my mud pie. And I goes, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not necessarily the mud pie, but it's their heart. So I'm going to ask you this morning, this is, this is our calling this morning, how does this apply for your life? Have you been thinking about God as a hard taskmaster, as a ruler, who just is bearing burdens upon you? Or have you come to the gracious love of Jesus Christ? And are you working out of love for your Lord? I don't know how that's going to translate into your, your life, but I pray that the Holy Spirit might, might work these things in you. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for the blessing it is to labor in your field. What a joy it is. Lord, even when there's hard work to do, you, God, are so loving and so gracious. Father, I pray that when each of us, when I, Lord, would stand before your judgment throne when you return, Father, that you might say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter now the rest of your Lord. Father, I long, I long, God, to hear your voice and to see your face shine. Lord, please let us, let us bask in your love. And out of that love, bring much good fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I pray that God blesses you today and that you have great peace.